welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Floyd. And thank you for listening. One Nation Sports. Yeah, what's good? This is Wale, and this is One Nation Radio. Yeah, you know. Welcome to One Nation Radio. This is um, Rich. I'm sitting here with James. James, what's going on, man? Not much, man. I just continue to be amazed that we continue to produce this show and continue to troll the fans by playing, you know, stuff like Dusty Rose and whatever the fuck they've been playing <laughs> over the years and changing. Almost two years now. You know, this is amazing. We just some common men out here, you know, American dreaming. Yeah, can't be champion, but yeah, we're common men. You know. Um, so we got a battleground pay per view which on this Sunday, which I'll be in attendance at. Um, we got NXT tomorrow, which I'm also going to. Um, very big, you know, card coming up. Um, pretty, you know, pretty stacked for um, you know what's considered to be a throwaway pay per view. Um, yeah, remember last battleground? I, I think that's why they did it. Like Woo! WWE had to had to make up for it. Poor fans in Buffalo. Well, I mean, it's a it's a pay for type thing, and it's also you know got to get these subscriptions up because the six month buyout is coming or whenever they end. So need to keep people entertained, keep giving people what they want, which is good quality wrestling. You know, good quality wrestling. Um, so what we're gonna do? Um, we're gonna run through the card. Um, there's seven matches confirmed for the show. One of them being a 20 man battle royal for the um, Intercontinental Championship. Um, that is held by Vacant. You know, Vacant has had a hell of a run, you know, over the uh, past year and a half. You know, how many, like, two-time WWE champion, I want to say? Something like that, man, something like that. You know, Intercontinental Champion, I mean, shit, Vacant kicking ass. Um, So, we can start there. Um, We have Alberto Del Rio, Big E, Bo Dallas, Cesaro, Axel, Diego. It is Diego, not Fernando. From um, the uh, Los Matadores. Okay. We haven't been on TV in feels like months. Um, Dolph Ziggler, Fandango, Heath Slater, Kofi Kingston, Rob Van Dam, R-Truth, Ryback, Sheamus, Sin Cara, The Great Khali, The Miz, Titus O'Neil, Xavier Woods, and Zack Ryder, who's going to be on pay-per-view. So, ooh, ooh, ooh. you know it. Uh, so, uh, looking at it, apparently Wade Bear is going to award the title to whoever wins. Um, I don't feel like he's going to hand to heel the belt. Why so, do you say that? He's essentially a, he's a de facto face. He's a, he's as much of a face as the Shield were, um, like six months ago. Uh, it depends who he fights. If they put him in there with like a lukewarm, you know, guy, uh, you know, it'll be like you know, or like Big E. They were che- they were cheering him when he fought Big E. They weren't cheering him when he fought Ziggler. So, you know, it depends who you put him in there with. Okay. Um, a lot of people are rumbling about Sheamus um, winning it. I don't think WWE is going to tie up their whole mid card um, with two belts on one guy. I would say this: if they, okay. If you were to believe that they were going, that WWE was going to um, consolidate one of the belts or one of the titles into making two belts one, 
you would assume that they'd probably be better off dropping the U.S. belt, just making an intercontinental championship and having three belts on the on the company as opposed to getting rid of the big gold belt because, like, above all the things that make sense for that, like, you can have two quote-unquote equal, which they aren't actually equal, two equal champions, mm-hmm. championship belts that have one for each show. Like, I really think Vince really enjoys the, the, the idea of having the WCW belt be his, his second belt. Just to just to be like, yeah, just as a reminder forever that I won. Right. Um, <laughs> if, if it's if it's ever if that's you know if Cena handing Flair the uh, Intercontinental or excuse me, say I'm I'm doing it myself. The uh, World Heavyweight Title was like the end of the belt, like how everyone was kind of reporting. Uh, I'm sad to see it go. It's always been my favorite title in wrestling, but um, you invite everybody else. Yeah. Uh, which you know, I, eventually I will find a way to purchase that belt. Um, I think they go with um I was I was leaning towards Cesaro before but Ziggler's been a lucky guy lately, you know. He won a match this week. Uh, he's <laughs> running around with Layla and uh Summer Rae. He took Fandango's uh he took both of them, you know. Um uh, so I'm going to go with Ziggler for the uh Intercontinental title. But that would also have to assume that WWE at all, you know, like Ziggler, which we can't do at this point. <sighs> okay, just like we did with the um, the at WrestleMania for the that super long title Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Yeah. Um, how many people could actually win this thing? So we'll go over the names. All okay. right. Just say yes, no. Del Rio. Yes. Big E. Yes. Bo Dallas. Yes. Cesaro. Yes. Axel. No. Diego. No. Ziggler. Yes. Fandango. No. Slater. <laughs> Kofi. <laughs> RVD. No. R-Truth. No. Ryback. It would be interesting, but no. Seamus. Yes. Great Khali. Fuck no. <laughs> the Miz. No. Titus O'Neil. No. Woods. Xavier Woods. No. Ryder. No. Okay, so that is and one. No Sinkara either. Okay, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven guys you think can win. That's kind of a lot. I, I have a hard time imagining it. Okay. I like, matter of fact, I, I like to see him go left field. How about, you know, Titus O'Neil? Let's see what he can do with it. Why not just give it to Miz again? He has the whole Hollywood gimmick going for him. I don't think he necessarily needs the belt to have that push that he's getting. Well, push is he getting. He got his ass beat by Jericho, and then he, and then he rolled up Sheamus. I mean, that's that's better than what he was, you know, was going on for Zack Ryder, you know, or Xavier Woods or Fandango or any of those guys. Gotta, he, he has to, you know, do something. Like, well, they, they already messed up with Miz. Like, they could have brought him back as a top guy, and then they just kind of were like, nah, whatever. So, they've ruined him in our eyes anyway. So, I don't see why we need to put a belt on him. But, uh, meanwhile, like, a guy like Titus, you know, he can show that great talking ability he has. And he's allowed to actually get in the ring, you know, on Monday Night Raw. I think it'd be, you know, you know I'm always going to... He know. lost Adam Rose, like, in the last yeah, couple did. weeks. He did. That man's, that man's, he's at where he's at. It's a shame. He, he, he's got a lot of talent. Like, bro... I don't think I think they're already done with Adam Rose. To be honest with you, so yeah, yeah, he's so, out there selling Sonic um, 
stuff. Well, so is Sandow. And that's, that's different. And that lets you know where That's different. At. Sandow's different. Like, he, okay. he's still entertaining. Okay, my question to you. Were you as, as like, taken aback as I was to watch that Sonic commercial that they had that, or, you know, that, in that product placement where him and Sandow are fighting over uh, are fighting over a hot dog. Over un- and meanwhile, these guys are supposed to be like top flight athletes taking care of their bodies and stuff um, like that. No, that's no. They're taking okay. You already know what like what's implied with or what we think is implied anyway with Adam Rose's gimmick. Yeah. And he's fighting another man over a over a hot dog, and then he takes a big bite out of it in front of the camera, and like this. I was kind of like. Really? Are we trying? To, this like, ain't for kids. You're 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 about like they're about as subtle as a gun right now. Like that's <laughs> I, I just couldn't. I was like, are you serious right now? What's going on? I, I didn't I didn't know that they're really going to take it to that that level, yeah. but apparently they are. Um, so, okay, you said Ziggler. I said Zig- Ziggler or you Titus. Your mind? Ziggler or Titus. Ziggler or Titus. Like I'm picking Ziggler, but I'd like just, to see Titus win. I'm just gonna go off the wall. And, I'm just gonna go off the board and say Miz. That'll work. Um, also, um, you know, why don't we just get into the main event while we're here too? Uh, we got John oh, Cena. That's still happening. Yes, yes, the main event. Um, John Cena, the champion, uh, the greatest WWE champion of all time, as Michael Cole tells it, um, versus Kane. You know, who's who's held the WWE title for a grand total of one day. Ever? No, actually, it's a grand total of like twenty-two hours and some minutes. Okay. Um, yeah. And you have Randy Orton, you know, who's held the belt like twelve times himself, and then you have Roman Reigns, you know, the guy that's you know getting this insane you know push like as far as he's on everyone's mind, he's on the the tongue of everyone, you know. Like, uh, Byron Saxon asked him last week, I think he was talking to uh, Orton, but what about Roman Reigns? You almost got the sense that uh, Randy Orton wanted to look at, back at him and be like, what about him? Like, you know, like, is, you know, is it is it too much too soon with this guy, or should they strike what iron's hot? I know how I feel, but I just want to see um, what they're, you think. Okay, they're going to take their time with him because they don't want to shotgun him, because even even though, you know, what's going on with their they're lacking punk, they're lacking Daniel Bryan. They could use another guy right now, but it's just not. It's too early. It's too much too soon if they were to put him up right now because you see it. They're still hiding him in tag matches. Like I, it, I've yet to see him. Um, like he's got one show where he's like he's the main guy and he's a central character of the show that was um not last montreal before as montreal correct i gotta see that a little bit more and i gotta see like how long i, I was just like it's not he's not like a bankable guy like daniel Bryan was where you know like him and team hill know they can run the show they can run smackdown right. and you you know what they could do for months on end they did that and they're doing a they're good put, job building them so they're, far, they're, though. They're increasing the workload at a, at a pace that I that I like. Maybe they could go a little faster, but like you don't want to like. If he's this hot now, there's no, and they keep building the right way. There's no reason for him not to continue to be just as hot, or not if not hotter. And especially coming around the corner with what we've seen on these leaked, uh, these leaked um, video packages for what's going to be SummerSlam. You yeah. know he's not going to have the belt. 
Yeah. So what's the rush? Um, I initially, you know, wanted him, you know, to take it easy, but I kind of swung over to the, fuck it, let's put the belt on him now. You know, <laughs> that, that camp. Um, like, when I say now, I don't mean that battleground because I don't want a guy to win his first world title at, you know, a C or B level pay-per-view. I was thinking SummerSlam. You know, that's not obviously going to happen, but, um, in this match, um, the dynamic is, is set up, you know, they're asking each other, the good guys are asking the good guys to trust each other. The bad guys have this plan. Um, how will they, you know, Roman Reigns isn't taking the pin. You know, Cena's not taking the pin. Orton's definitely not taking the pin. So, um, how the hell is Kane about to lose? Um, let's see. Okay, I sent you a text on what was it? What was it? It's got to be Monday. Was that Monday? Uh, might have been. Yeah, Monday I said he was like, yeah, they're gonna like what? What are the what are the percent? It doesn't matter what day it was, but what is like what are the percent chances that Kane won't take the pin on Sunday? And you were like two. Yeah, two percent. Yeah. <laughs> the pin. Now how he gets there, I don't know. It's gonna end up being something to where I think, uh, given that we saw that card. For what SummerSlam is going to look like, mm-hmm. and given how you know it already looks like it's a formal conclusion, they already teased that uh, the Lesnar, um, the Lesnar is looming type thing. Yep. Um, so, if that's the case, I would have liked to have seen it be instead of Randy Orton, which is on that you know rumored card, Randy Orton versus Reigns. I'd mm-hmm. rather like to see Triple H versus Reigns, but right, it's, it's, it's looking like but, it's, it's pointing towards Orton right but, now. But you know, we already joked about this before. Like Randy Orton is just Chief J. Strongbow. Like you don't have to like you don't have to go <laughs> you don't have to go through Randy Orton to get to get to the main event anyway. So you might as well in, in the title picture anyway. So you might as well run it now and see where it's going to end up. <clears throat> right. Like you saw you saw the few you saw what he did with uh or, or uh what he did with Daniel Bryan before he uh dang before the whole SummerSlam incident with the screw job and all that. Mm-hmm. Like or not a screw job, but the work. So it's all the, the work, massive, the right? massive, or the massive swerve yeah. where you know the authority starts. So and then looming in the back is Seth Rollins with all this, and yeah. he's like, thought he was hurt. Apparently not. So yeah, uh, I thought he was hurt too. In the mat, then you know the spoilers came out. And they said he came and interfered in the Ambrose match that's coming, going to be airing on um, Friday. Mm-hmm. So sorry, sorry for the spoiler. Thank you, spoiler. But you know, it you is like what it that. Is. Um. Wrestling podcast, man. Um, so I, I mean, we're in agreement. Cena's gonna, you know, take home the belt. Um, and LOL, Cena wins. Yeah. Um, now my question is, does Lesnar show up as in in front of Cena as the show goes dark? Plan C. Um, that would be that would be fantastic. It would be great because you know I'd love to see it because I've never seen Brock Lesnar in person before. But um, you know I, I'm rooting for the Undertaker to come back. You know at, at Battleground. You know just just so I can see it. You know. Wow. If you want to wake up Andre the Giant and bring him out too, you know, you know, bring them all back. Um, but you know, CM Punk wants to make his return. You know, you know, Battleground, Tampa. You know, where we're at. You know, um, damn, I lost my train of thought. You know, talking about bullshit will do that. Um, damn, totally lost it. All right. Well, we were talking about. Um what you think is going to happen next, like, I guess. Oh, yeah. Lesnar, you said, um, yeah. showing up. 
Um, I think that'd be awesome. You know, he's supposed to be uh, the Plan C. You know, Heyman walks up on the Authority on Monday night and and basically, you know, say, I got you know, if this little scrawny guy doesn't work out for you, you know, y'all come holla at me for the real. You know, y'all know the real. You know, he broke the streak. You know. And I don't think he's going to show up just because, you know, people. everyone always says the same excuse. Yeah, you have to advertise Brock Lesnar, but why not surprise the fans? They didn't advertise him the first time he showed up. Well, on, I think if you don't advertise, I mean, it's going to get replayed on Raw a million times. Yeah, so you're going to get the same, you know, <clears throat> thing out of it. You're not going to add a couple of dollars for um, – Brock Lesnar, he's not even wrestling. Like, like, yeah, you can advertise like you want to, and then you end up with Bautista. Sometimes that stuff is kind of like a strike with my irons hot type of thing, or you know, make try and catch lightning in a light, light, lightning in a bottle. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it depends. Like they have to play it smart because they got to like if they're gonna bring on a big hitter like that, they have to you know do what they can do what they can in a short amount of time. Because when is uh, SummerSlam? August what? Mid August, right? August seventeenth. August 17th, so, yeah, like, they only have, basically, they have four weeks to build this whole thing. Which so, will be, you know, it's, it's, it's going to fly. It's going to go real quick. Yes or no, he's going to be at all four of those Raws. He'll, be at, he'll be at uh, he'll be at two of them. I was thinking the same. You know, Lesnar, you know, <laughs> he'll, he'll be, he'll, Lesnar doesn't have a phone at his house, from what I hear. He'll be there next Monday, and then he'll be there on the go-home show. Yeah. Um, aside from that, Heyman's going to be cutting in promos. Yeah. Um, um, and then, you know, the next matchup I want to get to, yeah, we, we can do this. Um, Jack Swagger versus Rusev. I think that has the most juice going into the pay-per-view of any of these matches. Would, would I be Wait. wrong in saying that? Uh, Based off how that crowd, you know, everybody reacted. Um, I would say Ambrose Rollins, but, I mean, I could be mistaken. Well, you know, like... The way the crowd got hot for Jack Swagger, who didn't say a word. Like, if you were in that arena and you weren't working for Swagger, you a sucker. I mean, you could just be Russian. I mean, yeah, you could be, but... What up, Russia? Um, Lana and Zeb were, were phenomenal. Can they just wrestle, too? You know, just, you know, something? Just wrestle? You know, just something. You want a, you want a man to wrestle a woman? Worse has happened in wrestling before. <laughs> um, you, you notice, uh, you know, Zeb, you know, he's supposed to be this hardcore right winger. Um, you know, and he basically said something positive about Obama. I thought that was a bit of a stretch. What did he say that was positive about Obama? Well, he, he said, said he said, if you're a real the, American, he, he, you he had to say you have to respect the presidency. I mean, that's how what, much respect in the presidency you see on Fox News. <laughs> yeah, but that's different. Like, uh, we gotta keep in mind the whole gimmick for, for Zeb is that he was a, or I don't know if this is actually his real life or not, but the whole gimmick for Zeb is that he is a patriot. Um, no, he's he was in the services. Yeah. So, like, the whole thing is with them the same thing, same like like if you're Republican, Democrat, whatever your political views are, if you've served, you're like you work like you're the five star general is the president. You don't have to agree with his politics, but you have to respect. You have to respect him, basically, and that's why, you know, that's pretty much been the whole, what I've, what I've gleaned from talking to people that mm-hmm. don't agree with whoever the president is at the time, that have served. Mm-hmm. So that kind of fits in line with that with his gimmick. All right, fair point. Um, 
Swagger got to Rusev, which many guys haven't really done. I thought it was a cool thing. I wish it kind of would have saved it for the pay-per-view. Um, like the, the, the jumping super kick into the um, ankle lock. I thought that would have been a good way to do it because, you know, if Rusev has to like tap out to to the pain or whatever, I don't think that's as bad based on, you know, the way Jack Swagger's, you know, tap people out in the past. Um, like, I'm I'm so ready for the for this match to happen. Like So it, does this match go five minutes or does this match go seven minutes or does this match go ten minutes? I'd say about seven seven and a half minutes. You know, a good seven and a half minute match. There's gonna be, you know, some hoss, you know, style, you know, big hoss versus uh, you know, uh, a thoroughbred himself and uh Rusev. Um Okay. You know. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm go USA. Let's just say that. Go USA. You know, you know. Every week, I I almost think about you know turning against the USA. You know, for Lana. Oh much. my God! You know, <laughs> wow. it's close. You know, every you know, week. I, I don't want to root for either one of these guys. Just to be honest with you. Like, I love the swag bomb. I love the super kick. And that's it. Neither of them can talk. Battle of the mutes. Like they just yeah, battle of the mutes, and I just can't. He one's wrestling with no shoes on, other one's a fake ass Kurt Angle. I buy Rusev shoes, by the way. I'm not, and I know they're both. All right, I know the swag is very talented. So I'm still there. Like the the jury's still out on Rusev, but I don't know. I'm not enthused for this. Like, I, I love the crowd reaction. Yeah, I wish, I wish it's I can hot. Get, I wish I can get into it as much as that, but it's like, okay, it's all work. It's all like work jingoism. Like, I, I kind of. And they're feel, fresh off the World Cup. That's all. This is a you know WWE is trying to cash in on you know everyone know being Russia, about the USA. I don't even know. If it Russia, has nothing to do with Russia. I don't even know if Russia made the World Cup. I'll put it like that. Yeah, but I get your point. This is because everything's hot right now, but nothing is like yeah. Uh, USA took our we took our asses home like <laughs> the, the first game of the knockout rounds like the first knock set of knockout rounds I think I so. didn't follow any of the World Cup so and, um, and, okay we're, we're digressing but yeah it's just I don't know we'll, I, I hope they can I hope they'll entertain me and I'm sure they will because I have, like I just I'm I don't, I'm not really up for either one of those guys worst right come there. to worst just look at Lana ringside that's what everyone else does but um that's gonna wrap up the first segment of One Nation Radio. Um, we'll be back to talk about AJ versus Page, Dean Ambrose or Seth Rollins, and Bray Wyatt getting booed. No, another one. We also have to talk about the best robbery, the best feud going right yes. now, the best in-ring robbery going right now, which is Usos versus Harper and Ruin. All righty. This is One Nation Radio. Welcome back to One Nation Radio. The No Flex Zone. They know better. Hey. <laughs> no Flex Zone. So, speaking of someone that doesn't flex, I'm sure they're not in the gym often. Uh, Bray Wyatt. Um, 
he was booed or uh, you know chanted boring at um, you know very loudly. And, was uh, it really loudly? Because it felt like it was probably like thirty people that maybe yelled boring out the whole crowd and never the rest. Oh of the no, it picked silent. up pretty well. I mean, it didn't sound like the whole crowd. It sounded like. It, it, okay. it got people talking. Like for example, last night uh, the All Star game, the whole crowd was either one up the bat. There's one guy in the background that you can hear yell overrated. Like mm-hmm. it sounded like there were probably like no more than thirty people that were yelling boring. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, just because now, granted. So what does that mean? I agree. Now here's my thing. I feel like if you come out for about a year and you do the same exact thing for an entire year. If we didn't like you, we would yell same old shit or boring, but because the internet likes him, he doesn't get the same type of, he doesn't have to deal with the same type of junk for not being like a breath, or not like, you know, rejiggering things mm-hmm. as he has been. Because ever since, what, honestly, I would say probably since the stream rules, he's been doing the same kind of like, I'm a ba- I'm a bad guy, but I get a lot of cheers, so I kind of like pander to I walk the, the line. I, I I pander to that crowd while also talking in complete fuckery gibberish, and he's been that guy for like three months running now. While Harper out wrestles him every night, every night. Um, we had every night. I had someone on Twitter, you know, who I won't give any shine to. Um, they they got pretty upset with our sentiments on uh, Bray Wyatt, but you know. We don't give a fuck what it, what the internet says. Um, and here's my thing. Like, okay, granted, we know it's gonna. Ha- we know like John Cena, he's gonna be. He has a whole. He's gonna be funny guy for a couple weeks, and then like a week or two before the actual pay per view, he cuts a real promo, and we all appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Like, and we always kill him for being corny for the for the majority of the time. Um. Let's see who who else has a has like a similar thing where that's what they that's their pattern that's what they do. Uh, Jericho flexed on him this week too. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think someone else that has a similar pattern. Like there are certain guys I can, I'm kind of fried right now thinking off the top of my head, but there there are guys that have a similar path. That's what they do. Uh, Dean they, Ambrose he just he cuts. He's crazy. Like. <laughs> We don't have enough of him to actually have like a verifiable like this is what he does every single time. With like John Cena and Bray Wyatt, we have that. Now, granted, they have tweaks of certain things, but like generally speaking, like Bray Wyatt, the lights go off. Yep. He comes on whether he's on the Titantron or he's like or he's sitting on the, the rocking chair or he's in the ring. He's sitting there. And he's gonna talk. He's gonna give you a like a five ten minute promo. That's what he does. Every time, and a lot of people whether say, he wrestles you know, or not, he's the best talker in the business and all this stuff. I just, I just wish it was more relatable to everybody. Like I'm sick of trying to jump through hurdles trying to figure out what the hell he's talking about. Well, I, 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 I said during their, um, while he was talking on Monday, I said he's an Undertaker. He's an Undertaker nemesis that came 20 years too late. <laughs> that showed up 20 years too late. <laughs> that's funny. I mean, that's wow. Well, he's jumping straight out of ni- out of 1994. And he's made it work, and he's had some. He's had a a lot of good matches, and I probably don't give him the credit he deserves. But like I, I, I like to see something. I like to see something out of him a little bit 
or like something different. That's all. Like the, the worship doesn't add up for what we've actually got. Yeah, especially his debut match. Yeah, so like ain't nobody explained that especially, to me yet. Especially his first WrestleMania match. Yeah, no one. I don't think that one was as bad as uh, as you, you were saying it was. It was like, a set, no, it wasn't bad. I think that match was good. I just think like that was like the fourth best match on the card. <laughs> hey, be like that. Um, but you know. It's like they want to hand the internet wants you know the world to be handed to him, you know since he's the eater of worlds, um, but you know everyone likes to pretend they know how things work, but they can't figure out what's going on with him. I'm like, you know, whatever. Um, I've got uh, you know who we got winning this match, you know Bray Wyatt or Chris Jericho. Bray <laughs> Wyatt, Jericho don't ever <laughs> win because they'll never beat guys. Last Maybe it'll surprise us. I, I'd love for him to surprise us. What was the last us. pay-per-view match he won? Um, it wasn't. It wasn't Dolph Ziggler in 2012 SummerSlam, was it? He didn't beat Ryback. He didn't beat. No, he beat Fandango at Extreme Rules 2013. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. I forgot he came back after that. And, okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm hoping uh, Jericho gets you know at least one win off of this guy. Um, you know, I'm a self-professed Jericho-holic and all that. Okay, I'll say it like this. If he does, if he does, if he is going to, if he's ever going to win in this feud, it'll, it will be this one because he ain't winning at SummerSlam. <laughs> yeah. He ain't winning at SummerSlam. Yeah. Um, moving on, um, Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins, which is very hot. Um, I think it's the best feud going right now. Dean Personally. Ambrose is on another level. Like, he's like the new... Like Stone Cold Steve Austin, almost like nah. He's like he's he's like everyone's favorite anti-hero right now, bro. He was like he took that ass with me. He's like that's all y'all got, like, (laughs) bro. Like he's like Crazy Man Titty Master is just like you still call Crazy Man Titty Master. That's ridiculous. Like, yeah, he's just fantastic. I mean, he's like. As soon as this podcast is done, I'm going to think of, like, the parallel in my mind of what I'm thinking of for, like, a comp for him, for all the stuff he's, been, like, been, like, this last, like, couple of weeks. And I'm going to kick myself for not remembering it. But he's like Pillman and Austin combined. No, I mean, he's almost like a, yeah, that's true. But, I mean, more like, not even like a, um, not even like a character, a wrestling character. I mean, like, a character as in, like, something in, that I've seen on, like, a TV show or, he... He's just no, not the Joker. Everybody, everybody's just points. No, nah, he's that. not. He's not. He's not the Joker right now. Like, okay, I'll give you this. When he was talking about um, what he was gonna do to Rollins, like right, like the week after uh, they screwed, they turned on him. Yeah, or he turned on them about like where your face, he's gonna rearrange your face. Now that was like, that was kind of like evil arch, like evil arch villain type type talk. But mm-hmm. that's about the furthest he's gone. Like. So I would say that um, I think it's going to be, I would, I mean, I don't think it's going on a stretch thing that's going to be the by far the best singles match of the night. Um, Why and Jericho has potential, too. Um, but the heat is there with those guys. And is Ambrose on any type of a leash right now? Or have they just said, hey, Dean, you know, just, just do what you do because it's working? I mean, we'll never really know. I'm assuming they gave him a, they, like, he's, 
I feel like they give him, they giving him a a bit of extra like length to the leash or whatever, and he's doing really, 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 really well with it. Um, and so has I mean, so has all three of those guys. So, I mean, they. I think this is like the best they could have ever thought this would have turned out for them breaking up. Because initially it looked like, okay, we knew Reigns was going to be Reigns. Rollins gets the money in the bank briefcase. And Ambrose starts to build this kind of grassroots, organic movement of, of his. Like, he has, he has, just, he being has a, just, being, just being crazy. Just being a crazy person. Yep. That's all he's doing. The new music helped, the new look. Um, like, women love Dean Ambrose, like, online. Like, mm. he, has, he has that uh, that following. All those guys have that following in the Shield. You're, I don't know if you've ever been on Tumblr like that, but, uh, yeah, it, it's real. Like, <laughs> as far as those uh, those Shield fans. So, um, and, of course, all the all the guys love him because he, he's Johnny Moxley, you know, from, from the Independence. And, you know, he's... He's the guy that's backyard wrestling. Yeah, he took a saw on the head before. So you think that beat yeah. down that beat down that they gave him was, was something? Nah. Um, I think he's in line to win the belt soon. Like, uh, I will hold off on that. Like, uh, okay, what? All right, how do, how would I say this? Would he be in line to win the belt if this were 2012? No, because The Rock is hanging over everything then. That was 13. 12 to. Well, you know, like CM Punk was being... Was, during, was, all right, so yeah. during CM Punk's title reign, does he ever, like, do you ever think for a second he's no. going to be in the title? He's going to have a pay-per-view with him. No, but they. I feel like this year at WrestleMania 30, they lifted that lid, that part-timer lid that was kind of holding everyone. It was like a that glass ceiling that you couldn't break through because, you know, you have... You know, the part-timers there, but Undertaker is a streak broken this year, and is, you know, you don't know if he's there next year, um, which he could be with Sting, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, you know, Rock rumored to wrestle this year, but not for sure. Um, and there's going to be... Don't breath on that. Yeah. And there's going to be a role. Like, I would love for it to come full circle, and then the Shield's in a triple threat match at WrestleMania somehow. Like... If it's for the title, cool. If it's not, whatever. But um, I'd love to see them, you know, in in there for the for the belt next year. You know, I don't, you know, know how how that would be buy rate wise. But um, if they keep building these guys right, never know. Um, I've well, got I've got Ambrose. On, my on question Sunday. is this: At this point, what kind of like? What kind of star would you have to have? Unless it's The Rock. Who's moving the needle enough that actually change the, the change the factor in the buy rate for w, for like WrestleMania? Right now? The like you already know this is the, if anybody's ever gonna buy a or gonna buy a pay per view to watch for wrestling, it's gonna be WrestleMania. Right? I mm-hmm. can I keep calling it wrestling. Or Royal Rumble. WrestleMania well, really it's WrestleMania. People like people also it's like the most fun pay per view is probably or almost like general people that's probably like the number two one they get or three behind SummerSlam but the number one is always WrestleMania so how like unless you're The Rock how are you really affecting the buy rate you know what I'm saying like and the network now so you don't really I, that's why I, I think we talked about this before like they can take more chances 
like on guys and see how it works out. But and what I'm saying is like, all right, whether it would have been CM Punk or Daniel Bryan or Roman Reigns, does it really make a difference if like the right doesn't show up? Like you're still getting the same. Like he's not like I don't I don't know this, but I don't I can't imagine it because it's such a casual fan type of thing to buy that there's gonna be so many more people. Like it's gonna cause like oh, you know, they just made. They just got, I don't know, like 20,000 more, or I'm sorry, they just got, I don't know, 100,000 more buys because this person showed up besides The Rock. And his name's not Dwayne Johnson. That's that's basically what I'm trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. I think, like, you're going to get, they're going to get what they're get. They can throw it, they can basically put on anything as long as the matches are, they know the matches are going to be good. There's a good bill for all the matches. All right. As long as they do their job, it doesn't matter who's in the positions they are, unless The Rock shows up and that, that kind of changes things. Because yeah. he's a gigantic star. I'd, I'd like to see Rock show up, but at the same time, he's totally unnecessary at this point. Um, as far for the the roster is such an, they're in such a precious situation right now. Like as far as you know, no Punk, Brian's hurt. We don't know when the hell he's coming back. Um, Cena and Orton are trading the belt off, you know, back and forth pretty much, and you know that next nest of guys needs room to grow. So, um, you know, we'll see. But um, I got Ambrose on Sunday. What about you? Yeah, sounds about right. You know, so I've got that uh, money in the bank briefcase. You do to do some losing. It's like, you know, Ambrose has to get something. Yeah. He can't, like, not get money in the bank and lose a feud and get his squad broken up. <laughs> um, the uh, tag team championships. Um, the 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 best in ring feud currently going because yes. they've actually been getting at it in the ring. Yes. Uh, the best tag team in the business, uh, Jimmy and Jay Uso, versus you know probably the next best tag team in the business uh, right now. Because of one guy really. Yeah, yeah, one guy uh, masquerading for two. Uh, we had the Wyatt family and Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. Well, is okay. And, okay. Eric Rowan's not terrible. Rowan's yeah. Let's let's say that because I don't want people looking. But yeah. He's, you know. Also, if you listen, what up, Eric Rowan? He's fine. What are you afraid you're gonna run up on us or something? Hey, you, you never know. I'm a, I'm gonna be in the same place as them on uh, Sunday. So, <laughs> hey, like, hey, you the one that was out there, you know? Yeah. Um, talking that shit on the hip hop, <laughs> you dig? Don't be coming around okay. here talking that shit. I would say <laughs> he's been fine. He's just he's clearly Janetti. Is that fair yeah. to say he's just an Eddie? Like I don't he ain't think, Luke. Like <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's he's not. He's not Uncle Luke. No, not at all. Yes, Uncle Luke. Yeah, Uncle Luke Harper. Yeah, <laughs> bro, I'd love to make like a hybrid like T-shirt with like his just face like sideways, and then on the top it says like Uncle Luke and then Harper. Like that would, that would be awesome. Like if somebody can make a custom T-shirt for me like that. Please send it to get in contact with us at One Nation Radio on Twitter. See if you want to hook your boy up. Um, you know, Uncle Luke Harper. I can't wear nothing like that on my chest. I'm good. I can't like picture a, a picture of Luke Harper, the big rig Brody, Brody yes, Lee. Yes, the big nah, rig bro. Brody Lee. Uh, no, nah, bro. So uh, we got a two out of three it. falls love match. Him. Love to watch him wrestle, but can't do it. <laughs> We got a, we got a two out of three falls match. This is like a tag team match. This is like straight out of the eighties and nineties. Like this is like some Heart Foundation rocker stuff. Yeah. Like is it is that what we're looking at? Or like is that the comparison for this? 
Well, no. The British Bulldogs, that kind of stuff? I mean, I don't know what to compare it to, to be honest with you, but I'm really I'm really excited to see this. Like, I'm, I'll, almost be, I'll almost be devastated if this match isn't awesome. I'll almost be, I'll, I'm... Master of the Year candidate? Uh, uh, I will stop just short of that. I just know that it's going to be, I think, it, I think it's probably going to be the best match of the night. I think this is going to be a good pay-per-view. And, you know, they've only had one pay-per-view that wasn't, like, decidedly, or they've had two pay-per-views out of the year so far that you would be like, that match, that pay-per-view wasn't, like, clearly good. Over or under on oh shit moments that Luke Harper causes. Like, is he going to be, like, hopping over the top rope and shit? Like, okay. You know he's going to suicide dive. You know he's going to give a head scissors. A big-ass power bomb. Um, you know he's going to give a Brody bomb or a Harper bomb, whatever you want to call it. You know he's going to give somebody that big boot where he comes down and ends up on one of his knees. Uh, I, I would say four. Just to be safe. Right. Yeah, for it to be safe. <laughs> um, I think I'm, like, after we do this podcast, like, I want to rewatch their Money in the Bank match because that shit was awesome. And uh, I picked the uh, White family to win that last match. I definitely think they've got to, they, they've got to, like, take the belts off the Usos at some point. Um, but the Usos, like, have been phenomenal. Like, well, all my- their double team moves, their double super kicks, the flying over the top rope. These are these are not small guys doing this. Well, I'd say this, right? If the one okay. It would be one thing if it were, all right, the Wyatt's win, now what? Mm-hmm. If Rematch. Uso so happened <laughs> to win. It's over. Then you could say it's over or for SummerSlam, you get Usos, Wyatt's, Dust Brothers. I think that would be fantastic. In a um, because I can't ladder match like Uso because I no nah, that's too ridiculous. Now Usos versus like okay Dust Brothers versus a Rhodes Dust whatever you, whichever one you want to call it. Uh huh. Rhodes the, the Dust Brothers versus the Wyatt's. They gotta build. They gotta start a build, and it's kind of like those are weirdos. Like weirdos, I mean, weird, weirdos versus weirdos. Weirdos but. versus weirdos, or weirdo heels versus weirdo weirdo faces. And then like I don't know how they have any type of like reason to even have any type of conflict other than the fact that they're the belts. And typically, when it's just about the belts, then you want the incumbent to be the faces. Yeah. So we'll see. Um... I would like I would, I mean I just want to see what happens with this road this road dust thing like mm-hmm. as far as how it feeds into the the title picture for the tag team division because like I'm kind of tired of seeing the Rhodes family going against Ryback's like that's oh, yeah. been the case for for months now and, like and this has been the, the few for months but they've kept this fresh kind of because they had the Wyatt family do a lot of winning in the beginning, like when there were non-title matches. Then the Usos basically saved their own ass in the title match. And then it's like, okay, let's, we need some, you know, finality here. Like, uh, they haven't explored, they haven't like, go, like done enough with, with, with Stardust yet. 
I'm still waiting. Yes, they, they had that they, one they, week. They've been underutilizing Stardust. Like, you can't have that guy give him all that time. People pop for him. People talk about him. And then you don't let that man go nuts. We need this, we need this yeah. man out here. Look. Flying he, around. Bro, this man blew gold, this man blew gold glitter on Ryback. And, and people, and like, and that was just the beginning. That was like the second, <laughs> that was like the second, third time he's wrestled as that guy on TV. Bro, we need, we, we must have this man. I demand this man. I demand him for SummerSlam. I don't care who you wrestle. You get yeah. him on the card, damn it. Yeah, so WWE, if y'all listening, James Boy wants uh, Stardust on the card. Bro, he's he's giving people, bro, he's giving people the star the star glove hand sign like it's a rock symbol, bro. Yeah, like he's he, like, he, he, it's like, like I don't know, you have seen the meme? Like there's a meme with Cody Rhodes like with his hands up, and he's basically getting like a Kamehameha yeah. from Dragon Ball Z. So he blew, blew, blew it, that man away yeah. with a fireball. Yes. Yeah, it's like a fireball coming out of his hands. It's like ridiculous. Um, so. I've I've got the titles changing hands this weekend, um, but with a rematch to come, like on deck, like immediately. I mean, the Wyatt's have, or that's the thing. Like the Wyatt's went on TV. I say the Usos win. Like you can, like I think you reward like having good matches. Now you reward performance, and they've been clearly performing ever since they got those belts. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't. I, if it ain't broke, why, why try and fix it? Speaking of performance, um, AJ Lee versus Paige for the uh, Divas title. Okay. Um, Before we get to that, can we talk about how bad AJ versus Eve was on Monday? Sure. Okay. When you have AJ versus Eve. And then the very next match is both is a great Kali match, and the great Kali match is better. There's a problem. <laughs> um, now, me and you were talking back and forth on Twitter. Yeah. While well, it's happening, I said, "Feel yeah, free man, to tweet us." This match is, this match is not where it's at. And you were saying, "Well, Eve's, Eve, you know, Eve's got to learn some, got to get better somehow." And I was like, "Yeah, that's why they have, that's why they have performance center." Right. And you were like, "Well, she's on the road. Yeah, that means she's in the way." Like, you can have somebody else up there. Like, meanwhile, we keep James out here training some of these girls at the Performance Center while she's still probably one of the best wrestlers, best female wrestlers in the world. Yeah. Like, you have, like, you have Natalia out there on NXT uh, doing doing jobs for her husband. Like, like, <laughs> she's out here getting him over. Yeah. As a heel. Like, uh, you know, you, like, you have Naomi out here fighting Cameron right now, and that's going to be a match on the pre-show. Poor uh, Naomi. Like, now this I don't know like my question is I don't know how she, much, she's a heat magnet though. I bro. don't know if you can blame AJ for how bad that match was. I cause I that thing is my first time ever really watching Eve, Eva like Eva Marie. Yeah, Eva Marie like Russell like for any by herself. By yeah, herself. that might have been her first singles match. And I probably was like, yeah, we'll have you out here with the champ, and she'll take care of you and make you look right. And nah, because <laughs> like, AJ ain't no ring general like that. AJ ain't no Natalia. Like, <laughs> and I mean that's fine, but like I just wish. And another thing that made it worse was Paige is doing commentary, and like terrible. She's not good at it. Like it should have been like roles reverse. Okay, I say this. With AJ on commentary. She's better than. Cameron is at commentary. Whew. Me and you but, are better at, than Cameron at commentary. I disagree. But, <laughs> but 
at the same time, like, she was struggling, like, trying to come up with things to say, and then she had to, like, she created the term frenemy. Yep. Which was like... Like, y'all gonna defend that? You y'all, y'all page frenemy? fans? Okay. Y'all, y'all gonna explain that. Feel free, at One Nation Radio. And, like, and now, and there, and there was, like, nothing to, like, actually glean from, okay, what... I can't tell if there's any like type of foreshadowing. I couldn't tell, like... I couldn't glean anything from her character. Like, like, they need to take the gloves off of, off of these, these two. I mean, I don't know what they come up with on... I don't know if they come up with SmackDown to make it, like, edgy, but it's, like, it's kind of like a... It's a, it's pretty much like a face-versus-face match, but, like, it's But not, you're waiting for one of them to turn. Yeah, and it's, like, there's no inkling to tell which is which, and, like, if neither one happens, then we're kind of disappointed, and then they're, like, so why are you even bother doing this to begin with? Like, that's the case. Naomi and Cameron with their World Star fight have more juice going into their feud than this one. Yeah, they do. Um, Nikki Bella's storyline right now is more exciting than this page. And all she doing is getting her ass whooped. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like I wrote a column, um, which will probably be up soon, um, about Paige. Like, the hype, you know, she was hailed as the savior of women's wrestling. Like, she wasn't that, but she's she's clearly talented. But she finds You're a way... You're not using her right. Yeah, she finds it like people find a way to shine at her expense, and I don't. That's like most people go, oh, okay, she's helping get people, other people over. It's like, well, yes, but not really. Like these people are basically saying, oh, okay, all the eyes are on her. Well, let me, you know, pour the water on myself. And basically, Fox. Yeah, Alicia let Fox. Let me go out there and have one of the best, deepest matches in, in like, like of the year with like Naomi. Let me yeah. come out here, like, yeah, like people are outshining Paige. Like her, like okay. She's a brand new person that's been up for literally, what, three months now? Four yeah, months? since WrestleMania. Since the night after WrestleMania. And other than that, hold the belt until AJ came back, she hasn't done anything to establish herself as a, as a talent in her own right to where people would actually care about her. No. Like, she is a one-dimensional character. I'm sorry, she's a two-dimensional character. There's no depth there. We haven't found any. I don't know what they're doing. Maybe this feud, in, uh, you know, in a, maybe a month from now or whatever, maybe after this, t- after Sunday, we'll add to that. But there's nothing there. There's just a girl that comes out. She's really good at wrestling. She she's, needs a heel turn she's really pale. bad. She's not, that's, <laughs> like, she doesn't talk, and all she does is come out and, like, scream while she wrestles. <gasps> like, that's that's really it. Like, at least with, Sounds like, like a young chop beat. Now, <laughs> Like, AJ, she's lovably crazy. We know that about her. Yep. Same old shit. Yeah. Um, Nikki, out of nowhere, has, 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 in the span of, what, three weeks? Yeah. Three weeks. No, actually, it was a payback, payback pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Since the payback pay-per-view... She has way more of a character than Paige's had in the months when she's been the like the girl, like the woman. Yep. You know how they say the man, the woman. She's the mm-hmm. she's been the woman, and I don't know, man. Like I don't know if she's she's just not really into the talking thing, but she has to figure out something to kind of get her across. She needs a heel turn really bad. I guess one thing to be relatable is nothing to actually like us actually want to care that you're relatable. Mm-hmm. 
and then Brie Bella is gonna come back for SummerSlam, so it's gonna be even like the, that. Water is gonna get even, get even deeper as far as talented chicks. Don't let Cam- don't let Charlotte ever move up no time soon. Yeah, you know, because yeah, she's coming for the throne. Like <laughs> bow down to the queen, you know, <laughs> as she says. Um, who you got uh, winning this one on uh, Sunday? Hopefully, I, I say Paige just to hopefully like it can add something to her, give her something. It can give her something. I'm gonna agree. Uh, I'm gonna say Paige, and she's like gonna snap, and then she's gonna take the belt, and then they're gonna trade it off a couple times, and you know stuff like that, and so they figure out the next thing to do. Um, that's gonna wrap up our second segment. We'll be back with an abbreviated third segment, which will be you know our uh, you know no holes barred third segment. Um, this is One Nation Radio. Welcome back to One Nation Radio. We drinking blood and all out here. No, we're not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, the brood, you know, had uh, some of the hardest music, you know, those, those drums. It's tough. Yes. Um, a, a, a great welcome change from those normal, you know, 1990s Jim Johnson drums. You know, uh, the Val Venus and, you know, Godfather, the Rock, Rock. Sable. Yeah. All those, all those are pretty much interchangeable. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. No flex zone. Um, so, um, a match I never watched in it's entirety i just always heard was a train wreck which i pretty much confirmed about you know a couple hours ago um these are network picks and you know general bad matches everywhere um eric bischoff versus larry zabisco um from starcade 97 yes uh karate man bischoff man yeah that um the thing where you sent me with him busting the brick on the guy's head okay that was from like two that okay that was was like 2003 or 2002 Uh uh-huh and it was um basically leading to a feud between a match at a pay-per-view between austin and bischoff yeah and but in like bischoff's instigating things like he basically put a a cinder block on top, I believe it was Jim Ross's head, mm-hmm. and breaks the cinder block on his head, and it was clearly gimmick. It was clearly a gimmick cinder block. So it was like, okay, like, like he, like he could have, he could have. Oh, that shit was made of sugar. He could have something. Blew, like he could have <laughs> blew on that cinder block, and that shit would have broke. That shit would have turned to rubble. Like right. that's what I mean. Like that thing was held together with a prayer. Yeah. Like it was like those. You know how the, the tables? How you like? All right, you just put somebody on the table. The table just breaks because yep. you just placed them on the table. It, it was worked. one of those. Yeah, completely gimmick. Um, but anyway, I saw that, so I was just like, Karate Man Bischoff, I forgot how funny that was, mm. and then I'm, I'm scrolling through, uh, Starcade 97, and, um, I just cut matches that, you know, after, you know, don't remember seeing or whatever, I forgot what was on the car, like, I forgot that Mr. Perfect versus, uh, DDP for the U.S. title mm-hmm. was on there, obviously, you know, Sting Hogan's on there, yeah. uh, so I'm I'm scrolling through and then I see like wow Larry Zabisco and it's apparently it's for it was for Raw the sake of or uh, Nitro. Oh, no, sorry, Nitro it's for the sake of Nitro the fate of Nitro and uh, Bret Hart's special guest referee 
and this is like his first TV appearance, so it is like his first like thing he's doing for WCW since the screw job. Yep. How do you bring <laughs> the hottest wrestler ever in into your company? Oh, we just make him a pawn, you know, in the <laughs> WCW NWO power stroll. Uh so that so they're having this match, they're going back and forth, and he's giving them these roundhouse kicks that are like, you know. Wouldn't hurt a fly. Yeah, wouldn't hurt a fly. They're <laughs> fun. It is funny, you know, enjoying himself. And then uh, you see uh, Zabisco, who, you know, did pretty well for an old man. He's giving y'all these back bumps, like legitimate back bumps and these weak-ass kicks. Uh, and he gets uh, Bischoff in a vertical suplex. You see Bischoff give that man <laughs> absolutely no spot, like no no help. Like he sandbagged on him completely. He yeah. still got his, his scrawny ass over uh, he goes and hit his... It looks like, like he was going to, like, flip back the other way yeah. before he fell. Yeah, like, he was going to land, like, while Zabisco's going backwards with the suplex, he's actually going to land on Zabisco's face, belly to belly. Right. Uh, you have Zabisco uh, going to throw his head into the turnbuckle, and Bischoff said, fuck that shit, and completely, completely, completely ducks the turnbuckle and goes through the, 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 the top and middle rope and, like, lean, is basically, like, uh, falling over through there. Then you got, um, you got, uh, Razor Ramon, excuse me, Scott Hall wearing um jeans with no belt and stuffing oh, God. and stuffing like a foreign object like a metal piece. It's supposed to be a metal plate that they're gonna attach to he's gonna load up Bischoff's boot while Bret Hart is dealing with Zabisco in the corner. Yeah. And the thing is he pull instead of he has jeans on now, so you figure alright, you pull out your pocket. Nope. And typical and typical like wrestling and typical wrestling fashion, he pulls it from he reaches into the like in like his underneath or, or like where his zipper part is and, and pulls it out as if like he has trunks on. It's yeah. like, bro, yeah, you're wearing jeans. I don't, okay, whatever. We're yeah. just gonna skip past that. And then he loads up, uh, <laughs> he loads up the boot. And he's wearing, he's, it's not, these aren't normal boots. These are like the, uh, like a karate, um, sparring gear. It's sparring gear. gear. It's sparring yeah. boots. So he loads up the, the, he loads it up. And then as Zabisco walks up on Bischoff and Bischoff kicks him, and because there's no bottom, you're barefoot up the bottom. There's no sole of the shoe. It goes and you, it goes flying, <laughs> like the, the metal, right past the metal, Bret Hart. The metal thing goes flying. You see Bret Hart look as it's flying. He sees it traveling the air as if Barry Bonds just hit it. Um, yeah, out of out of the park. That was kind of like a parallel to Bret Hart's career in WCW too. Oh, wow. It just like so, <laughs> it like it went flying like so, it wasn't nothing he could do. Upon so I watched it, I was like, "Are you serious?" So upon further view, I watched it, and you see Bischoff on his left foot, the foot that he intends to have loaded up. He has like a piece of string to keep. They were like, "Hall's supposed to slide into the piece." That like it's wrapped around his foot, so it stays like I mean, it's like there's a band, like as if there's a rubber band holding it in yeah. place between the, the top of the boot and his foot. So when he kicks him, it stays there, and then he can pull it out and throw it to the hall. Yeah. And then they're gonna go on. They're gonna go from there. So it looks to me like Brett sees that shit flying. I was like, this shit looks so obvious. Everyone in the world just saw that I saw this, so I have to call an audible. And right. then he punches Vish off, and then he fights. He he puts. He locks up uh, Hall in the sharpshooter. And, and the match is just like, it doesn't end. It just Nobody it just gets pinned. No one Nothing. taps out. Uh, in fact, after uh, 
he put after Hart punches uh, Bischoff, Zabisco gets up after being kicked with the, with the loaded boot, and he chokes out, and he chokes out Karate Man Bischoff with his fucking black belt, like yeah, and that's the end of the match. So yep. I guess WCW is saved. Yep. I'm sorry, is Nitro saved for WCW? Yep. Uh, Speaking of, and the sad thing about that is also in that card you have Benoit. I'm sorry, not Benoit. You have uh, Chris Jericho versus Dean Malenko in what to. As far as I can remember, that I've ever remember seeing either one of them in, mm-hmm. that was both of the worst match. Those are the two worst, the worst match I've ever seen either one of them have. And it was Starcade. Yeah, that was shocking. Um, the guy that was headlining that Starcade, uh, Sting. Oh God. Is, oh, speaking uh, of Sting, is going to be in WWE 2K15. Finally, we don't have to download them. You know, um, I, I heard someone make a joke online. It was like they took away an essential part of gameplay. That, that was uh, essential part of gameplay was creating Sting. You know, each year <laughs> <laughs> they were like y'all taking away features. Um, what it, is yeah. this a precursor? You know, in previous years we've seen Brock Lesnar in the game, um, and then returns the company. Then we saw Warrior, and then he returned. Sting on deck next for a a Hall of Fame or some type of a WrestleMania thing. What's what's this gonna lead to? Well, I would say the Hall of Fame more likely than an actual match because it's gonna be in California. Um, this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would also say that um the match everybody wanted to see Sting have at WrestleMania is kind of like. Do you want to watch it now? It would be seem would seem like it's about two years too late. At this yeah, point, those guys are old now. Well, at least one of them is. I don't know what Sting looks like in the ring right now, but Undertaker, I don't ever want to see him wrestle again. I mean, state. if I know, okay, if I know that, like the thing with Brock Lesnar is, if his matches are no disqualification, mm-hmm. they're my they're arguably the best match you'll see that year. If right. not. It's SummerSlam versus Triple H WrestleMania is SummerSlam twelve or twenty twelve. It's WrestleMania thirty. Right. Like you have to have a gimmick match with him. Or a hardcore whatever, extreme rules, whatever type of match. You have to have a match this night that's where he can use weapons slash get out the ring slash be in or you know, do more things. Mm-hmm. He can't just be in there, you know, MMAing you up. He, yeah, like, that's not, not really I'm not, exciting. I'm not trying to see hammer locks and all that other stuff because, you know, like that's a pretty big dude in the work ratings. He's not exactly. He was never like the, the most technical wrestler in the world to begin with, to my knowledge. He was up there, nah, nah. He was up there. Like he, he could hang with Angle. Okay, that was over a decade ago. <laughs> uh, but um, since you brought up Sting, yep. I have a question for you. No, he couldn't whoop Danny Hodge. No, that was not okay. Answer. I just had to get Denny Hodge oh, in the podcast uh, somehow. Sting would have whooped his ass. He'd bring that, bat, he'd bring that baseball bat everywhere he goes. Um, <laughs> Ming don't want it. Anyway, um, so if Sting were black, what would his wrestling name have been? Stang. Yes, Stang! <laughs> Stang, man. I thought I saw that the other day. I was like, "Oh my god, that's re-. it." It wasn't actually that, but I thought I was like, "Yeah, if he if he was black, his name would have been Stang." Stang. Okay. Uh, so you've been watching some of the network. Like, what was you been watching? Um, I watched Unforgiven 2000, which was a very good pay per view. Um, we had in that pay per view we had Jericho versus X Pac. 
Uh, we had the return of Stone Cold Steve Austin that night from like um, he he showed back up after being off and he was looking you know basically for whoever took him out with the car. Uh, oh, it was fresh off the neck injury. Basically looking for what turned out to be Rikishi. Yeah. Was that a huge letdown of a storyline? No, because it was Triple H was the mastermind, so it, it came back. But um, Kurt Angle walked up to Austin. Wait, wait, I thought I, hold on, pause. I thought the whole thing was that he did it for The Rock. It was bullshit. Okay, it's smoke screen. Yeah, yeah, it was bullshit. <laughs> um, he uh, walks up on Kurt Angle. I wasn't watching then. I'm so, I'm kind of glad. All right, continue. Kurt, Kurt Angle introduces himself, and Austin and Angle have never had any interaction before, so everyone's like, "Oh my god, how the fuck is Kurt Angle and Austin gonna, you know, how are they gonna interact?" So he basically introduces himself really nice, and he offers um, Austin a gold medal. He's like, "You know, I know you'll never win anything like this." You know, he says that to the wrong guy. Steve Austin promptly responds by stomping a hole in a mud hole in his ass, you know, and basically, you know, cussing at him. It was absolutely hilarious. Um, Triple H and Kurt Angle had a very good no disqualification match. Um, Guerrero fought Rikishi. It was cool. Um, Edge and Christian had a cage match against um, the Hardy Boys. So that was pretty good. What was it, like elimination? It was, it was, yeah, no, it was like both members had to get out. So the psychology was weird because Jeff got out very early in the match and then came back in. Because I always thought, always thought about if they had tag matches, how they work because one person gets out, like, all right, well then like, does the other person have, is he allowed to come back in the ring or is it like, yeah, nah, it's two on one, we're going to whoop your ass. Yeah. And then there was also a uh, 10 minute like hardcore battle royal match, like, Hands down, Steve Blackman's like the best like hardcore guy. Like he's just do like so much dangerous stuff like with with all the weapons and all that. Um, you know, seeing as how he was a trained martial artist and all that. But the main event was the Undertaker, Kane, Rock, and Benoit. Was he better the my question is, is Blackman better than Karate Man uh Bischoff? Yes. You believe that? Yes. You saw them like the quick hands, man. Right. <laughs> this man's trolling. This man's trolling me. I think you, the only guy... You saw Bischoff looking at look, camera. Man, the, you yes, saw I, I did. I did. We, you, know, you, know, you, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to screenshot Bischoff's face. I'm going to pull it up on my phone and on the network, and I'm going to make that the, the picture for this podcast, just so I can show everyone what, they're talk, what we're talking about. Bro, the face he made was like, yeah, I'm a bad motherfucker. Like, like <laughs> I can't even explain what that face looked like. That face like, was worth a thousand words, right. literally. Um, uh, with that main event, like I keep running into Benoit on the network like without even trying. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I turned this event on, I was like, oh, okay, cool, they were like, Rock defends the title in a fatal four-way match, but they didn't say any of the people, so I was like, okay, whatever, I was like, oh, Triple H versus Angle was on there too, oh, okay, Jericho and X-Pac, oh, Hardy Boys, Steel- okay, I'll watch this pay-per-view, fuck it, I'm on vacation, I'm not doing anything, why not, mind you, what other things I've done on my vacation, I randomly downloaded Rick James's discography, but I digress, um, so Benoit like wins the title like he wins the belt like in a like fluky kind of manner, but they restart the match. It was a dusty finish, um, and basically Rock ends up pinning Benoit and you know winning, and it's like Undertaker biker time, and Kane's really over as a face at this point too. Um, but the Triple H and Angle thing was like weird because Angle was 
kind of hitting on Stephanie, and Stephanie, he was like making out with her and all this shit. And it, this was another supposed Triple H burial night, um, where he just whooped Kurt Angle's ass and you know remained a strong heel. When the case was kind of made that Triple H should have been turning face and all this other shit, but it's it's all revisionist history. Um, but back to what we were talking about with Sting, Sting in the video game, like. How excited are you to play the man called Sting? I mean, I think I may have played um, 2K14 maybe once or twice over here. Yeah. You know, um, but... As you know, I'm going to have it I mean, night one. I mean, it basically comes down... It's basically one of those things where, all right, if I do play it, he's going to be the first person I pick. And I don't know how anybody else feels about that, but... Are you picking Surfer Sting or Crow Sting? Um, Probably Crow Sting first and then Surfer Sting second. I'm picking Surfer Sting personally, but well, here's the thing: Surfer Sting, Surfer Sting was like this ridiculous freak of an athlete. So yeah, I, I mean, I don't blame him. Like he's a dude that's out here cross body and cross rings. And what paper was that fall brawl? Uh, yeah, it, it, it was it was a uh, fall brawl. Yeah, he, he's cro- yeah he's jumping. He's still, it was a work. Yeah, games. he's lit- <laughs> oh, it was a work. Yeah, I'm 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 literally cross bodying over from one of the rings to the adjacent ring. And yeah. I'm getting, jumping and landing on you. He's that kind of freak. And you know, his as he got older, obviously the moveset he wasn't as explosive. But I mean, like man, Stinger Splash, Scorpion Deathlock. He was just I don't know, man. Like I don't know how do I say this? Maybe in the right set of circumstances, had he been uh, like brought into wrestling, he had a wrestling background supposed to be a bodybuilder. Maybe he would have been a better technical wrestler, but... Who cares? It it didn't didn't matter. He was good enough even without being like this, you know, without even being like a Bret Hart type. He's a fantastic man. He's my third or fourth favorite wrestler. Right. Um, And when you saw that commercial, you know, how'd you feel about that? Like, you know, once you started hearing that, uh, those violins cue up. I like... I mean, once I saw the 2K thing, he already kind of, you know, knew. But mm-hmm. it was just fun to hear that music over again. That's all. It, especially because it was just a different, it was a different, ver- or same, same instrumentation and everything, but, um, or relatively the same instrument, instrumentation. But it was cool, like, to be like, wow. I remember, like, first time, like, first time hearing that. It's almost like hearing it all over again. Like, I've been waiting to see this literally since like 1996 or 1997, eight. You know, see Sting in WWE. <laughs> like it was, a, it was a really big moment. You know, um, I'm hoping that they touch up the music a little bit, like Jim Johnson does something with it. Um, so if he actually comes out and wrestles, yeah, you know, if he shows well, up, yeah, probably. I mean. I guess I guess the thing that you'd be more, most like encouraged by is the fact that they've already done that for the a commercial. So of mm-hmm. course, if he were to actually in fact wrestle, they touch up the music and you know make it more um, modernized or whatever, and probably keep it the same tempo as opposed to speeding up the tempo like in the original. Right. Um, but I mean, we're I mean we're talking about theme music and we're talking about a dude that like hasn't wrestled for a day for the company, hasn't worked a single, hasn't taken one bump for that company yet. Um. Still but, might never. Yeah, still might never. So before we get um, out of here, um, CM Punk's contract expired. Um, yeah. And WWE shows the best in the world documentary. 
coincidence or did they do they know exactly what they were doing? It might have been it's probably or like a okay play for the network. I feel like it might just be a thing of goodwill, like show you like look, we still care about this dude. Yeah. Like he left and we would have liked him to come back, but he never did. And it's kind of like a, you know, if you ever get your mind right to where you want to do this again, then you know our numbers. Call us. Right. We'll put you. We'll we'll bring your ass in immediately, or not immediately. We'll bring your ass in and get you in to do something you want to do. Right. Um. And I don't think it's ever been like a oh, as much as people talk about the whole. And and I think this is why, the reason why I kind of sided with tort, lean towards more like CM Punk left and he left. And not as anything with anything other than he left and that's on him. Because, like, you don't get the ball like that if they didn't care about you. Mm-hmm. Like, he was calling a lot of his own shots. When you believe that to be so? Oh, yes. Like, he's... I, I he think, played it on TV. Yeah, he 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 struck fans. He like he got away with a lot of shit that a lot of people wouldn't have got away with. Yeah. Um, he basically got to hold the belt for 434 days. Probably held the belt maybe three or four months longer than he should have. Honestly, like he should have dropped the belt to Ryback. Yep. You know. Probably. Um, probably. So. He gained, he got a lot, you know, and people... And that would have made, and that would have made right back as opposed to him being where he is now. Or it would have, like, gave him a better shot than what happened to him, to where now he's this, he's this clear, like, lower-tier mid-card guy, and he, you know, he'll come out here and he'll set up, and he'll get a pop from the crowd still, and it's like, yeah, it's cool, I'm getting a pop, but I still am going to be where I'm at now. And I'm kind of like, that's where I'm going to be unless something drastic changes. But I'm stuck with Kurt Henning's son. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm stuck with the Axe's grandkid. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, that's going to wrap up One Nation Radio for this week. Um, never know, might do another show for the hell of it um, later on this week. But... um. I'll be attending NXT, so I'll be um, sharing pictures and tweets and everything else tomorrow. Um, PW Mina took one of my pictures, uh, and it became viral, you know, last time without crediting me. So, PW Mania, I'm coming for you, you know. Dropped an article on there today. Uh, Make sure you guys check it out. Uh, 50 legends that must be included in WWE 2K15. Uh, Pretty extensive list. But sit down, take uh, 10 or 15 minutes. They read fast. On the sections. Um, anything to add, James, on there? Hmm. Um, uh, we're on the road to SummerSlam. Yep. Uh, SummerSlam party on deck. And I think I think it's kind of undervalued how good SummerSlam has been and how consistent SummerSlam has been over the last few years compared to even WrestleMania. So... Like, be prepared, be happy. Like, chances are we're going to get hope. Hopefully, if, if SummerSlam, the the main event of SummerSlam is as good as what it was, or nearly as good as it was last year, we'll be happy. And who knows? Maybe we'll get something similar to the Daniel Bryan storyline that can last us all the way till till WrestleMania. 
even if it does frustrate the hell out of us for a good chunk of the year. <laughs> Man, if it didn't frustrate me so much last year, I don't know if I would have ever started writing. Like, <laughs> like straight up. The first thing I ever wrote was like, is Daniel Bryan's delayed payoff best for business? Turns out it was. So... <laughs> But um, that's going to wrap up One Nation Radio. Um, I'm Rich. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter, at One Nation Radio. Email the show, RadioOneNation at gmail.com. Um, and tell a friend to tell a friend. iTunes reviews, very important. Um, make sure you guys leave your reviews. Five stars. Like James says, don't come kicking that fuck shit. I was just about to say that. Um, so, and take a look at this Eric Bischoff picture. I'm going to screen cap for this, pic- for this um, you know, picture for the show Uh, but this is one nation radio later enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm sign up using code champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matters more than ever remember to use code champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.